Well, I hope you really like pressure, 49ers fans, because as much pressure as a football team, a franchise, a fan base could possibly be in, you're in it right now. 21-17, two-minute warning, 49ers are driving for a go-ahead score that they absolutely must have here. They're at their 15-yard line. Hold on, I'm going to make sure we got everything turned down and ready to go. Swing pass out to McCaffrey. He's going to be pushed out around the 14-yard line. Second down play coming up, but it is a monster, a monster of the first degree. And I'm just going to tell you right now, the San Francisco 49ers, in a lot of ways, don't even have any business being in the position they're in to win this game right now, the way that they have played tonight. Among the worst games we have seen all year among the least effective game from Brock Purdy, and it can all go away. It can all vanish instantly in the matter of a moment if they score right here. If the 49ers score right here, hold on, and they win, it's all good. And if they lose, they are in an, uh, just a world of pain and shit that you wouldn't even believe. That's the stakes. And the stakes are high right now. Brock Purdy scrambles for a near first down. The 49ers are going to be looking at, uh, what are we? Uh, Brock is down to the, we're talking six-yard line. Six-yard line here. So let me open up the play-by-play. Got to check out this drive as it's going on because this is the drive of the whole football season right here. Third and one for the Niners in two-down territory, obviously. Uh, Here they are with a minute 11 left, and Christian McCaffrey breaks a tackle, goes into the end zone, and the 49ers have the lead. Woo! They have a minute and seven seconds to defend Green Bay, who has all three of its timeouts, and this is about to be the sweat of all sweats. The sweat of all sweats coming up for Niners fans here at the end of this game. Christian McCaffrey gets into the end zone for the second time this evening, and it is exactly what the 49ers needed right at the moment they needed it. There was not... A, a a drive until this drive that you can say that went well. And there were moments in this drive where you saw George Kittle dropping it. You saw this team just struggling with plays that they normally make throughout the entire game. But I can tell you there are 67 seconds remaining. Packers have three timeouts. And if the 49ers get it done defensively here, All the critics and all the opinions, they matter not. That's the truth and the beauty and the pain of playoff football. Straight up. Hold on. It's a little too bright in here. Let me me turn my football watching light down to see what we got here. Got a picture of John Lynch high-fiving in the press box. Okay, why wouldn't you? You're up by three now. On the Packers, McCaffrey, a six-yard touchdown run, a 12-play, 69-yard scoring drive, taking five minutes and 11 seconds. The Packers, I'm surprised, didn't go and use some timeouts earlier in this 49er go-ahead drive than they did. But you want to talk about a curious way to end a half. Kyle Shanahan is putting himself squarely in the crosshairs for second-guessing the way that he played the end of the first half. Um, 
And we will have an entire postgame show to obviously talk about that. Let's see the way this one ends. If you are here for the very first time, hi, my name's Damon Bruce. I used to officially be your 49ers host, uh, postgame host for years. Uh, I'm not doing radio anymore. It's great to be here on YouTube. It gives me a chance to interact with you in an incredible way. And a little postgame and Damon is exactly what we got going on right here. A postgame show so aggressive, it doesn't even wait for the game to end to begin. So thank you for being here. We're going to ride this one out together. It's first and 10 for the Packers. Lots of movement as players are getting set up and lined up. Uh, we got a three wide receiver set. I'll do a little play-by-play -play tonight. Jordan Love, who has been the better quarterback on the field tonight, has just completed about a nine-yard pass out of bounds. So clock stops. And this is the sweat. This is the sweat. This is the sweat. Oh, boy. Look, I already see some people are saying, leave Ambry Thomas in the locker room. He, at times tonight, might as well have been playing for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, he has had a terrible game. Brock Purdy's had a bad game. Christian McCaffrey's had a couple good plays. I don't think anyone's going to call this a particularly good game. Dre Greenlaw, should the 49ers go on to win this game, um, had himself the biggest interception of his entire life. But let's see where this goes. Third and two now for the Packers. Third and two. They still have all of three of their timeouts. 59 seconds left. The rain looks like it's coming down harder right now than at any point in time throughout the game. What have the what, What's Matt LaFleur going to dial up right here? What is Matt LaFleur going to dial up for Jordan Love right here? I wouldn't be surprised at all if this were a quarterback sneak. No, no, I meant draw. Either way, it's going to be a first down. Um, and the Packers are going to call a quick timeout right here. And the pressure, the pressure, the pressure, the pressure is real. Oh, my goodness. I will say this. When it comes to trying to tie up a game with a field goal, the Packers have a wildly unsteady rookie kicker themselves who has already missed a field goal earlier this evening. So um, nothing is to be assured. If you are the Packers, you got to be thinking, unless you can set up a chippy to think about overtime, you're, you're looking to score a touchdown here. You're looking for a big, big hitter. If you're the Green Bay Packers, who have only punted once in this game, uh, again, the only reason why the 49ers are in position to possibly win this game is because this Packers offense in three initial drives in the first quarter, three red zone trips, six points to show for it. Let's see how it comes out in the wash. Love, scrambling, big dart, downfield, interception, interception, Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Everyone's saying, get down, Dre. Get down, get down, Dre Greenlaw. It's Greenlaw again, by the way. The 49ers are hanging on for dear life. The 49ers on a night where they did not acquit themselves very well. You want to poke holes in this win? There are a million holes to poke into it. There's no doubt it was a poorly coached game. It was a bad game plan that the minute Debo goes out, you don't have a plan B. That's the way it kind of looked tonight. It looked like 
Kyle Shanahan had abandoned the running game at all the wrong time. Brandon Ayuk picked the wrong night to have his worst night of the year. A god-awful night, pretty much for Brock Purdy all around. A he's-just-another-guy performance from everybody on this defensive line. And the 49ers are going to be taking a knee in victory formation, and all is forgiven. Because there was only one mandate, only one mandate this evening. Win the game. Win the game. Doesn't matter how you do it. Doesn't matter how you look doing it. Now, all of the beauty contest judges are going to be telling you that the 49ers were awful in the talent competition. They were bad in the swimsuit portion. They didn't exactly nail their interview. And they've no one should call them Miss America. This was not a Miss America game for the San Francisco 49ers. It didn't need to be. All they had to do was survive the Green Bay Packers. Larry Kruger and I spent an awful lot of time this week warning you how good this Packers team was, how frisky this Packers team looked. And for the fourth time in five seasons, the 49ers are going to the NFC Championship game. As a matter of fact, they'll be hosting it. Against who? We'll find out on Sunday but we got ourselves a final from a rainy, soggy night at Levi's Stadium. 24-21. The 49ers had no control of this game until the very end of it. They did not control this game until victory formation. The 49ers are awfully lucky to be moving on. All things considered, they were outplayed. They were outcoached. They were out-executed. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I mean, you scrub this from the memory bank. Is there anything to learn from this evening? Nope. Put it behind you. Beat whoever's in front of you in the NFC title game. It was ugly. It wasn't pretty. It was disturbing at times how fractured they looked. They're 60 minutes away from a Super Bowl. Whether they deserve to be in your mind or not, they are 60 minutes away from the Super Bowl, whether you like it or not. No matter what Nick Wright nor Amy Trask thinks of Brock Purdy is going to matter. If you want to say he was bad tonight, you should, because he was. The San Francisco 49ers are very lucky to be hosting next week's NFC title game, but on the way to greatness, a little luck needs to rear its head every now and then, and it looks like that has happened. I want to officially welcome you to the Hughes Orthopedics post-game show here. Dr. Paul Hughes has made my knee feel better with cellular replacement therapy, not surgery. He can make your whole life feel an awful lot better. Niners fans, you feel an awful lot better right now, or maybe you don't. I mean, maybe you don't. Maybe you still got that sick, nauseous feeling in your stomach, and I wouldn't begrudge you that. I really wouldn't begrudge you that because that was a nail-biter. That was a nail-biter, and one of the incompletes that everyone said Kyle needed to prove Brock Purdy needed to prove, this franchise under Kyle needed to prove, is that they can win ugly. Folks, that was ugly as hell. If you want a can they win an ugly game, you just got the ugliest freaking win you're going to see in a real long playoff lifestyle. I mean, time. The, the Niners should have lost. The Niners should have lost this game. They didn't. All's forgiven. They're 60 minutes away from the Super Bowl. It's all that matters. 
Again, how they did it. The, the, the beauty pageant. The was it smooth? Was it crisp? Is There are more holes to blow in this game than you could imagine. There are more holes to blow in this game than you could possibly imagine. If you wanted to sit here and pick apart everything that was wrong with this game, you could do that for hours. And we'll do it for a couple of hours with you. But the whole point is, instead of living in an absolute, unquestionable world of shit, the Green Bay Packers are now on the wrong side of history. They were nearly 60 minutes away from the Super Bowl themselves, having played a great game at Levi's Stadium, playing a poor game at Levi's Stadium. The 49ers are going to the NFC title game, and they didn't even play well. Lester, the San Jose skeptic tank, is what he's calling himself. I want to welcome you to the initiated. We do have a new member. Memberships are available. We have one of the biggest audiences in the room we've ever had all season long. So if you could hit that like button, think about throwing a subscribe. And who knows, after being here, after a night, you're lucky as hell to be going and advancing to the NFC title game. Maybe, just maybe, you don't want to break a habit. Like when you got something going, you're going to want to be back here for the NFC title game. And then hopefully we'll all be back here for something called the Super Bowl. But we'll worry about that after an NFC title game. There's nothing to take for granted in this league. Anyone can beat anybody. And that was on full display. The Green Bay Packers gave the 49ers everything they wanted and a little bit more. Purdy wasn't good. The 49ers weren't good. Collectively, the 49ers weren't good. Dre Greenlaw, even his interceptions, just go down, big fella. You're scaring everybody to death. Unbelievable. Unbelievable ending to this game. The 49ers, you know, here's the thing. A lot of people, I, I already know. I already can feel one of the biggest comments. 49ers were exposed. They got exposed, exposed. I don't know if they were really exposed as much as they just won a game they probably shouldn't have won. Never daunted. I want to thank you for a super chat. Brock Purdy, that's the goddamn message. Yeah, and the message almost didn't come through. The message almost didn't come through. It almost wasn't even sent. Brian coming in. With a $10 super chat. Oh, holy fuck, what a nail biter. Came from behind. That was amazing. Sick to the stomach. To win, almost worth dealing with bad play. Look, all I can tell you, it's better to win ugly than to lose pretty. Okay? Brock Purdy made plays in the final drive. He didn't spend much of the game making a lot of plays. He made the plays he needed to make in the final drive. Brock balled out, uh, bailed out on that play-calling game of horseshit, whatever that was, per dog, Dale. Thank you very much, Dale. Uh, Brock bailed out a bad night for everyone. But he did. He bailed out a bad night for everyone. I mean, when you take a look at the box score, it's not exactly filled with guys with names you've been talking about. I mean, Juwan Jennings has been more of a downfield blocker than a real pass catcher all year. Five catches, 61 yards for Juwan Jennings, every single one of them huge. Huge Chris Conley, a huge catch for 17 yards. That was big. Man, 
The 49ers were not good. Jordan Love, man, I didn't realize how much he was throwing across his body there at the end. That's a bad look for Jordan Love, who was the better quarterback. The Packers were the better team. The Packers were the better team in this game. But the 49ers did what they needed to do. They won it. They won it. Green Bay is a good team. Hats off. That's from Caesar. Indeed, Caesar. I believe you are right. On any given Sunday, you can go out and lose, and that feels like it goes double in the playoffs sometimes, especially when one team is hot and the Packers came in hot. Again, there's a reason why Larry Kruger and I told you this was a really good Green Bay team. Now, I did say the 49ers would win and cover. They did not cover. It's a miracle that they won. It really is. It's a partial miracle that they won this game. Uh, they were not the better team today. Do they have the better roster? They didn't really tonight. That defensive line didn't do much. Um, because of that, you had Ambry Thomas was just awful tonight. A lot of guys were awful tonight. And somehow the 49ers are 60 minutes away from a Super Bowl. T. Dizzle. T. Dizzle. Dropping a 50 spot on us over here. Thank you very much. Ugly game, but getting the play-by-play of the win here, priceless. Bang, bang. Hey, look, until uh, until we got uh, the YouTube telling me I'm doing something wrong, I'm just going to come on here. I don't care about any copyright, any broadcast agreement. I'm not here to serve the NFL. I'm here to serve you and YouTube, and that's the way it goes. And I haven't seen 600 people in the room since the Dallas Cowboys game, and that's what we got right now. Think about a like. Think about a subscribe. That would mean an awful lot to yours truly right here and now. Memberships available, and who knows? We might we might need to pay for a trip to Las Vegas after all because it looked like for much of this evening – the 49ers were not going to be hosting the NFC title game, much less going to the Super Bowl. It looked like everything this year had been pointed at. It looked like all the expected and hoped crispness that you would see tonight just vanished. Absolutely vanished. Who were these guys? What the hell am I looking at? You know, that's as bad as a first quarter as anybody's seen since the Eagles game. Well, you know what? They figured out a way to win that one going away. They didn't win this one going away, but they won it. They give up 100 individual rushing yards to Aaron Jones, who was spectacular tonight. Green Bay Packers, Aaron Jones, what a game. Um, he had 18 carries and 108 yards. He was fantastic. When it came time to really say, where did the Niners win this game? It's easy to look at the very end. You always look at the end of the game to figure out where a team might have won the game. But honestly, if we're being completely honest, this game was won with the Green Bay Packers settling for six points in their first three red zone drives of the evening. That's where the game was won for the 49ers. I know it feels like a million years ago at this point, but that's where this game was won. The... Packers could have put a stranglehold on this game early. The Packers could have destroyed hope as we know it for the 49ers. And man, Brock Purdy, to Jimmy Garoppolo level, who the fuck is he throwing it to? Those should have been interceptions going the other way. Didn't haunt the team. 
didn't haunt the team when it was all said and done. Glock Holiday coming in. Damon, they don't follow your game plan, but I'll take it. And I thought the game plan was real simple. You're going to want to run the ball 40 times, 40 times on this Packers team. 24 carries, 111 yards for the Niners total rushing as a team. 17 carries, 98 yards. Thought even Christian McCaffrey would have more of that. I thought that I really thought that one of the big mistakes being made by Kyle in this game was abandoning a running game in a one-score game. It felt like he was asking Brock to get out of his funk on a night where he really wasn't looking like he was comfortable or about to get out of his funk that he was in. Look, you could see right away he was just uncomfortable in, what, the elements, the rain, the whatever. He had the glove on, then he took the glove off. He's drying his hand. He just was uncomfortable. This league is built to make quarterbacks uncomfortable. It wasn't just the pressure. He himself looked like, I don't know, the moment was a little bit big for him. By the way, this is Brock Purdy's third playoff win in his career. Pretty impressive for a guy who's only played two seasons. It wasn't an impressive night of execution. It wasn't a good night of football. Not at all. It wasn't a good night of football at all. But it's a win. The only time the 49ers were in control of this game. The only time was when they were taking victory formation. It is good to have you here. Thank you so much for stopping by. You could be anywhere tonight, but you're here. I think it's one of the greatest uh, chats you're going to find. A smart group of fans show up. The regulars, the plucers, as they call themselves, are just a phenomenal group. And if you're new here, welcome. It's great to have you here. Thank you for being here. Go ahead, think of a, a like, possibly a subscribe. You're going to find what I hope is an adult football conversation where we don't get all emotional. And it isn't all about hype. And it isn't about finding the hottest take. It's talking about what really happened. And what the fuck just really happened is a game that the 49ers probably should have lost. But thank God they didn't. And what do you think this? How about Jeff? $100 on the Super Chat. Thank you very much. Been listening to you forever. It's been great to see you thrive in the new medium. Thank you so much, Jeff. We will be keeping it up. There's no more going back here. No more going back Look at this. Three cheers for Jeff. We got we got regulars. Very excited about that. Look, the question coming out of this one is simply, how's Debo for the NFC title game? Is Debo going to be out? Because if he's out, the chances of the Niners just doing what they want to do obviously dramatically change. Dramatically change. Because there was nothing in this game plan that looked like they had a plan B when Debo went out early. Now, was that a shoulder that eliminated? Was it a concussion that got Debo out? A shoulder? A whatever? I don't know. We'll find out here in the post game. I'm sure of it. But yeah, you don't want Debo to be hurt because he is part of the heart and soul of this team. And you saw that they didn't look very good without part of their heart and soul. This defense struggled, but when it was all said and done, they spent more time bending than they did breaking. Ambry Thomas, again, Ambry Thomas had two massive penalties that just nearly cost the 49ers the game. There was a special teams return that nearly cost the 49ers a game. There was a special teams fumble recovery that nearly cost the Niners the game. But they won. 
game they shouldn't have. How about that shit? Seriously, this team, if they keep playing like this this postseason, they're going to give me my second stroke. All's forgiven defense. I hope Debo's back next week. That's where it is, blindside Brian. That's where it is. Oh, you're going to see all the hot takes, right? You're going to see and hear all the hot takes and everything that Brock Purdy isn't and Kyle does to gag on his own playbook in a big playoff game. And you know what? They might be right. But the 49ers are still alive, which means there's an awful lot of narrative changing that they can still do. It really looked like the same old, same old worst ever tendencies of Kyle and all the teasing that you wanted to do to Brock was going to be available for everybody. But now it is unavailable. You know who else is unavailable? The Green Bay Packers for the remainder of this NFL playoffs run. Two one seeds advance this day this saturday and we got oh man look at that i'll tell you what a, everyone's tipping the bartender tonight thank you very much mike man thank you san bruno mike certainly appreciate it nobody talking about moody now that's how it's supposed to be otherwise we're in overtime yeah did did, did jake moody do something when he was supposed to do it he sure did brett johnson i don't know that might even be hollywood brett uh brett thank you very very much um Again, a lot of regulars in here, a lot of new folks in here. It's great to have you in here. Oh, now Mike has actually got something to say. What the fuck happened to run it down their throats? I don't know. I mean, give Green Bay's defensive line an awful lot of credit. Give Green Bay's offensive line a lot of credit. I thought of any unit, if you ask me what unit spent more snaps controlling the game than any other unit on the field. I thought it was the Green Bay Packers offensive line tonight. This this, this is Jordan Jordan Love, two interceptions. There was a little pressure put on him at times. He was not sacked. He was not sacked. If you you honestly told me, hey, you know what? Saturday against the Packers, they're not going to get to Jordan Love not once. Do you think the 49ers won or lost that close game? Honestly, they probably lost that one. And they they nearly lost this one. Brock in the rain is a liability. Here's the good news. The Super Bowl's played in a dome. And that is all that matters. Again, they can win they can they they can win as ugly an NFC title game as they want. Might not be good for my ticker. Might not be good for your ticker. Might not be good for anybody. There's a mandate to this year. Get to the Super Bowl. Get there. And with the way that the playoffs broke around the Niners, that direct order to get to the Super Bowl felt like it was doubled down upon, did it not? By the way, can the 49ers bring in a new cleats guy? It's fucking Levi's Stadium. I hate that place. It's like a slip and slide. The Green Bay Packers, who play in elements and weather all the time, they seem to have it figured out. I haven't seen Green Bay Packers sliding all over the place. But holy shit. Holy shit. We certainly did uh, We certainly did see the 49ers slipping everywhere. Mark Persante. I'm so sorry. I, Mark Persante dropped a $20 super chat on me. It just flew past me before I could even star it. You guys are going nuts on the chat. Anyways, Dale, thank you very much. More Purdy goalposts being knocked down. Again, it doesn't matter anyone's opinion anymore. 
It doesn't matter. Opinions need not even show up or apply to the party. This is about results and results only. By the way, speaking of decent results here for a little post-game in Damon, I've never in the entire time I've been doing live shows on YouTube for about nine months now, had a thousand people in the room. So we want to welcome you. Thank you so much for being here tonight. If you're a Niner fan, you got away with football murder for the most part this evening. Got away with football murder. You know who didn't get away with murder tonight? Ambry Thomas for the most part. Ambry had a rough game. A rough game. By the way, the wife wants to wish you all a happy Saturday night. There she is. She's running around upstairs in a 49ers t-shirt trying to get two kids down to bed because daddy's going long tonight. Oh my God. The 49ers win that game because they do not give up early red zone touchdowns. That's how they won that game. You can point to the end of it. You can point to that final drive. You can point to McCaffrey getting into the end zone twice. You can you you, you can point to whatever offensive, whatever you want to say, finally there in that moment, but for a play, it clicks. It was the red zone stops that kept the Green Bay Packers from putting this game in an early stranglehold. That's why we're here. That's that's why the season is still alive. That's why the 49ers aren't done playing football. Because they bent but did not break. Unbelievable. You know another reason why the 49ers won this game? is because just yesterday, Paulie Mack was sitting right here and he put the particles out there. How about that particles, right? 49ers needed all the particles that they could get tonight. Good goodness me. 49 Look, 49ers should not have won that game. It was a terrible start to the game, right? Three bad early penalties. You had that long Packers drive. You have Brock nearly throwing the Packers their first touchdown of the night. He's lucky he got away with that pick six. You got Mooney Ward falling down as Dobbs has that, what, 37-yard gain. You got Niners slipping all over the place. But then that fourth down stop on Love that might not have even really been a good, good, a good measurement. Love might have had that first down, but luckily, NFL officials, given the choice to get it right or get it wrong, they're just as likely, if not more than that, likely to get it wrong. And holy shit, that was one of the biggest stops in the night on a night where we didn't see the Packers punt until about 13 minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. It wasn't the Green Bay punters that came to Levi Stadium tonight, that's for sure. No moral victory was available for the San Francisco 49ers. Zero. Zero moral victory was available to them. I do think if you're the Packers, you can take a little moral victory out of this one. I do. I think you can feel good about who you are, your future, what this looks like. I, I think that you can really get excited about a Green Bay Packers team that is not necessarily just going to be sliding into the, the lane of irrelevancy because all of a sudden now either the Lions or what? The, the Vikings are going to do something in the NFC North? No. Green Bay Packers are going to be favored to win their own division next year. And you know what? Honestly, even if the 49ers 
lost while playing like shit tonight, they're still going to be favored. This is, look, good teams have bad games. Good teams have bad games. And the 49ers picked the wrong goddamn night to have a bad game, and they're very lucky that their season isn't over. The Packers outplayed the 49ers on just about every level of a football game. They did. They did it on just about every level of a football game. They outplayed them, and the Niners win. Sports ain't fair. Sports sometimes doesn't make sense. Um, all the critics who want to sharpen their knives and tell you that they're not good enough, they might not get it done. Tonight, they were exposed. Everything you need to know about them not winning the Super Bowl was on full display tonight, and that's it. And Kyle's never going to get it done. And Brock ain't the guy. And that's not going to happen. And Bosa's overpaid. And Debo's soft and fragile. Like, whatever your criticism was, fine. It doesn't matter. 60 fucking minutes away from the Super Bowl. That's where the 49ers are. And that's all that matters. That's it. The only thing that matters is the 49ers have a home game to win. That's it. A home game to win. Let me mute my phone. Who the hell's calling me right now? <laughs> but God... That's it. Niners got to win a home game and they're in the Super Bowl. And it's got to come against either the Detroit Lions or the, the what, what's their name? I forgot who the fuck they were. Oh, that's right. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll get Yasir. Hey, uh, Damon needs more followers. I would agree with you, Yasir. Thank you very much. I should have a thousand more followers right now. If every, there are 1100 people in the room. If you all decided to hit subscribe right now, oh, that would just be incredibly juicy. Christmas would have come late for Damon. If you feel like doing that again, I am just pinning some super chats <laughs> take a drink, Bruce. You know what? I am going to take a drink. This is a great idea, Never Daunted. We're going to go to a little blackened whiskey. Dr. Paul Hughes recommends you take a shot of blackened whiskey every single time you know that a football team got away with football fucking murder on the way to the NFC title game. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, that's tasty. Oh, that's tasty. I want to thank Dr. Paul Hughes. For sponsoring a little post game and Damon. Post game and Damon needed that shot. The 49ers, they're lucky that they're gonna get a shot in a week from now. They really are. I mean, there's just no other way around what just happened. The Niners got lucky. The Niners got lucky in this football game. They shouldn't have won it. They weren't the better football team tonight. But they won. But they won. I mean, I don't care. I don't care how hard it rains in San Francisco on Sunday. It is going to be a bright and sunny day for every single 49er fan. You just got away with football murder. Getting a little lucky along the way to winning a championship. It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. (laughs) 
Rock Eastwood was like, was that KNBR calling, asking where their entire audience went? Yeah, they're, they're here right now. They are here right now. By the way, I know that that is an actual concern. I've, I've heard things. <laughs> Let's just say from a former host who was sitting right here yesterday. Kenny says, I've hit, a sub- I've hit that subscribe. Thank you, Kenny Sager, for hitting that subscribe. Appreciate it. One in thirty-one. Yeah, did 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 uh, did 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 Kyle qualify for winning a game he was trailing in the fourth quarter, or did that have to be by eight points? I don't know. There's a whole bunch of parameters put on all that shit. Uh, under Shanahan, the Niners were one in thirty-two entering the fourth quarter, down three or more, and zero oh in thirty-eight when down eight or more. So yeah, that uh, that four-play scoring drive that they had when McCaffrey busted off that 39-yard touchdown right after Kittle had a 32-yard gain, that was big because that kept Kyle out of his have never won under these scenarios. At least he's what is he's now two and 32 when trailing by three into the fourth quarter. 24-21, Niners win and call the cops because they got away with murder. And this is the fourth conference championship in five seasons. And look, Kyle had a terrible game as head coach. He had a bad game as head coach. Let's not pretend. I'm, I'm not going to pretend. You don't need to pretend. He did not have a good game. The way that he played the end of that first half, I thought it was absurd. You know, what's the point? What's the point of having all of this talent? What's the point of having a quarterback that you really trust if you are going to play the end of the half so conservatively? And I get it, wraparound scores, which didn't happen because Nick Modi's kick was blocked. But what's the point of having all this weaponry if you're not going to give yourself time to use it? Like Kyle understands that you don't have to necessarily at home with a pretty good defense run this clock to fucking zeros as you're scoring. Like, feel free to save yourself about 40 seconds of this clock. Kyle, just let 40 seconds bleed off the clock that I, I didn't know what he was doing. I mean, I, I know what he was thinking. I just don't know why he was doing it. You know, you're just looking at a diminishing return, a diminishing return of options. Options for yourself, options for your own playbook, options to, you know, to attack. To attack. I, I I don't know why he was so passive. I mean, again, I do know why. I do know why he was like that. But I don't think it works. I don't think it works. <laughs> it, 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 it basically, it shouldn't, it, the 49ers should not have won. But they did. And they can be Super Bowl champions with two more wins in a row. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but here we are. Here we are. 
Pretty unbelievable. I want to read some of these pinned tweets. I've been pin pinning some super chats as they've been coming in. Thank you to Mon Green Eggcorn. Fucking wins a fucking win. Terrible group performance. Greenlaw saved the team. Purdy showed some true grit with that last drive. Love the takes. Love the show. Go Niners. Thank you. East Bay Ricardo coming in. How about it, Dem Niners? How about it? How about it? Um, we got uh, Check Brock. Can't win without Debo. Um, check. Can't win the tight one. Check. Can't win the ugly one. Check. East Bay Ricardo again. How about them Niners? Thank you. I had a feeling it would be close. Ed a writer. It was close. It was close. By the way, what is that? Crohn's? Icelandic Crohn's? 4.30 a.m. in Iceland. This is a horrible game, but amazing survival. Thank you. Thank you. Jonas Ymir Johansson Jürgen Flurgen is how I would say it in your native language. Jürgen Flurgen. And thank you. Forza Nine Empire. Nice. Thank you very much. Italy checking in here. 408 Killer Shark 1. Thank you. We go over here. We got uh, Let's Go Plus Crew, 49er Rib Barbecue NFL Championship. Uh, yeah, barbecue it up. Pound that algorithm. Thousand likes, baby. How about a thousand likes? We got a thousand people in the room right now. You could hit a thousand likes if you wanted to. If you wanted to make me feel all warm and fuzzy, like that victory formation should have made you feel warm and fuzzy. Thank you very much to Chef Craig's right there. Kaiser in your Gilroy saying, uh, here you go. Here's some money. I could have put it on the Packers beating the spread as I predicted. I don't want to see this crap again. Do better. I'm going to tell you right now, they can win ugly two games in a row going forward. As long as they win those next two games, I don't care how they do it. The rain was an equalizer. Sammy, you know, I, I wonder if it really was. I wonder if it was an equalizer or if it didn't actually allow the Packers to play better than the Niners because the Niners didn't look like they understood uh, what cleats to wear at times tonight. These guys were playing on a slip and slide. Took a shower those last two minutes. My wife came screaming in. We won. Thomas, you need to walk away, take a cold shower. Probably not the only one. Ugly game. Hope Debo can play next. Felix24, thank you. Yeah, hopefully he can. And if they, if he can't, hopefully Kyle's got another plan other than, yeah, I'm going to ask Juwan Jennings to do shit out of the backfield that no one else asks a, a, a wide receiver to do. I when, when the Niners went into that locker room, I said, okay, coming out here, they get the ball started the third quarter. It's the most important drive of Kyle's entire year. And he comes out with that Mickey Mouse shit where he is giving the ball to Juwan Jennings like he's Debo Samuel in the backfield. Then you get an incomplete pass, and then what? Purdy gets sacked on third down, and all of a sudden Christian McCaffrey's not touching the ball again on a crucial drive? Like, Kyle, Kyle got a little too cute. But a little too cute. Doesn't end the year. Please acknowledge that this was a gift, a bad stop, a bad spot, a dropped pick six, a missed field goal, 
I don't think you'll take down the Ravens. Eric Woodson, I hear you. You're not wrong. I don't know if they're going to be playing the Ravens or not. I certainly was impressed by the Ravens today, but nothing there is guaranteed. Nothing there is guaranteed. To get ass, you got to bring ass. Ronnie Lott, Purdy got it at the right time. That's how you, that's, that's how. Love you, Admiral Bruce. Thank you very much, Drew. What do we got here? A little something for the shot. Thank you very much. JJ Raider, our official sponsor of our ganja jar. And there you go. Just a little Chef Craig's dropping an M. Turn it over and it's a W. I got to go back to the other chat now. Hopefully I haven't missed your super chats as they come in. Again, I, I wish I had someone here to help me um, uh, go through everything because I don't want to not acknowledge anyone's generosity. I thank you deeply for not just being here and supporting me tonight, but supporting this channel throughout the entire season. And look, it's the postseason, and hopefully we're just getting started, all right? There are two monster football games still ahead of the 49ers. It didn't look like about 45 minutes ago that they were going to be playing one more football game. But they are. But they are. Uh, there is absolutely no doubt about it. We have achieved maximum. maximum football indeed. I mean, seriously. Maximum football indeed. I'm looking, I'm looking because I see it up here on my phone. Jeff Giacomi, appreciate it, D. Bruce. Been listening. Great to hear you thrive in the new medium. It's a $100 super chat. Thank you very, very much. Just to be safe, Damon, we need you to rock that lucky T-shirt next weekend. Oh, you like the lucky T-shirt, the true? There you go. I do love this T-shirt. Man, oh, man. This is, uh, this is, this, this is lucky. This is lucky. This is being good at the very, very end of a football game when you spent the first three quarters not being good enough. I want to look at some of the final numbers of this game, some of the final stats of this game. Brock Purdy, 23 of 39, 252 yards and a touchdown. He scrambled six times for 14 yards. Christian McCaffrey had 17 carries for 98 yards and two touchdowns. George Kittle, your yardage leading receiver with 81. He averaged 20 per catch on four catches, a touchdown, along a 32 for Kittle. He had a drop, though, in this game. I mean, dude, Purdy was throwing behind and around and over dudes like his name was Jimmy Garoppolo. Like his name was Jimmy G. That was unbelievable. I mean, Purdy was just off. He was off all night. Thank you, Damon Bruce. Jason Rutterman. Thank you, Jason Rutterman. Appreciate it. Eight for the number of quarters. The 49ers are away from the Super Bowl. Again, I don't know 
I don't, I don't know how they pulled it off, but the 49ers are in the NFC title game for the fourth time in five years. Ayuk. Ayuk was hard to find tonight. Ayuk did not have a good... Who did? Who had a really good game tonight? Everyone can improve. God, even Trent Williams picked up a stupid personal foul on a night where there were too many fouls. Too many flags for the Niners. See, the 49ers were 10 of 16 on third down. That it's actually better than it felt. 356 total yards to the 330 for the Packers. Didn't feel like the Niners put up more yards, but they did. 245 passing yards on a night where it didn't feel like Brock had a good night. He outplayed, out-statistically played, a 194 passing yard night from the Packers. Packers outrushed the Niners 136 to 111. Six penalties for 83 yards, including just, oh my God, that... Ambry Thomas just blowing right through the intersection in the red light. I mean, just running and dude over. 41-yard penalty on Ambry Thomas, who was awful. It was awful. Again, Kyle Shanahan's clock management was awful. The start, the opening drive of the first of, of the first quarter and the opening drive of the third quarter were awful for the 49ers. The defense wasn't great. The defensive line did not put much pressure on Jordan Love, did not sack him once. I mean, you go back, you look at Christian McCaffrey's first half. He had nine carries for 33 yards. It was as if Kyle Shanahan forgot that he had the best running back in football in his own huddle. He spent all year long leaning on Christian McCaffrey probably a little bit too much at times. And in the biggest game of the year, when it's not like, you know, it's not like the Packers pulled away to the point, well, yeah, you're going to have to throw the ball 65 times to get back in this. This was not 27-0 Packers up on the Cowboys. There was plenty of time to stick to a ground game, but I guess there wasn't much going there. Kyle nearly abandoned his own ground game. This is John saying, you know, that's why the rain was a big factor. Look, if the rain is a big factor, why aren't you running it more? I mean, I'm, not, I'm agreeing with you. I'm not arguing with you. Not a lot of protection for Brock. It wasn't a glorious night by any stretch of the imagination for the 49ers. Anyone, anywhere. Dre Greenlaw had, Dre Greenlaw saved the Niners season tonight with two interceptions. I mean, he really did. He really did. Maybe more than anybody else, Dre Greenlaw saved the evening. Saved the season. Pretty amazing. It's pretty obvious. Brock doesn't like to throw a wet football. Look, I don't know a single quarterback who likes to throw a wet football. When Brock needed to make some plays, he made them. But he spent more of the night not making the plays that he usually makes. I mean, the 49ers' first chunk play of the game didn't even happen until about midway through the second quarter. Just everything was kind of out of sync. You know, Kyle just, you know, sometimes he feels it as a play caller. He couldn't put two, three plays together tonight that I don't think he would be telling you he was particularly proud of or excited about. 
you know, the the long pass to Kittle right before the long run to Christian McCaffrey are the two best back-to-back plays the 49ers had all night. I mean, LaFleur, he won that coin toss. He took the ball. He took he wanted to take control of the game right away. The defense bent didn't break on that 13-play opening drive by the Green Bay Packers. And thank God. Again, the Niners will host the NFC title game because of one thing. This defense, after allowing three straight red zone trips to begin the evening, had only allowed six points when that was said and done. That's why they're going to the NFC title game. That and that alone. Giving up just three points on the first two drives into the red zone, And then it was three because there was the turnover on downs for Jordan Love. And that might have been a little bit of a gift, too. I'll take all the football gifts the football gods are willing to give the 49ers on the way to trying to get to the Super Bowl. You know what? Here is the one. There you go. Who had a great game? It probably was Juwan Jennings. Juwan Jennings had a huge catch on third down on a Drive where the 49ers ended up punting it anyways. But Jawan Jennings did play well tonight. I think you might got that right. If we really had to, like, who had the best pro football focus score? It's either Jawan Jennings or Fred Warner, I bet. Again, thank you for being here. Thank you to Dr. Paul Hughes for sponsoring a little post-game in Damon. He has for the second half of the season and will throughout the playoffs. Dr. Paul Hughes, let me put up some information for you. If you're here in the Bay Area, I highly suggest you seek Dr. Paul Hughes out, especially if you have another doctor telling you about hip replacement, joint replacement, knee replacement. What he has is cellular therapy, that he is a pioneer in, and he sucked out fat cells of mine, he put them in a centrifuge, he stuck them back in my knee, and even though I got like bone-on-bone level arthritis, my knee feels great now. Use the code word HUNTER should you contact Dr. Paul Hughes. And by the way, to avoid an orthopedic surgery, ironically, go to the website orthopedicsurgeries.com. Info at orthopedicsurgeries.com. Dot com is his email address. And again, if you're sore, if you're in pain, if you got a, a surgeon trying to talk you into surgery, go see Dr. Paul Hughes before that happens. I'll leave his contact information up here on the bottom crawl for you a little more this evening. Somebody says you tweeted scared. No, I wasn't scared at all. Remember, I'm not rooting for the 49ers. I'm rooting for myself. I'm rooting for the success of my own channel. But I wasn't tweeting scared. I was tweeting reality. And the reality is, if you are a 49er fan and you weren't scared of losing this game, you weren't watching it. (laughs) What do you mean? The Niners played like ass for three and a half quarters for the most part, you know, It's hard to say, well, everything's going pretty well because the defense bent but didn't break really early in the first quarter. Early in the first half, they were bending but not breaking. That's not a great night of football. That doesn't stand out in your mind. For the most part, the Niners sucked tonight. They should be the ones going home, but they're not. 
And you know what? To all the critics who say, what? You got scared. The Niners got exposed. Brock Purdy got exposed. Defensive line got exposed. Wilkes isn't as good as you thought. Moody missed uh, whatever, had, had, had the kick blocked. So I'm right about that now, too. Every single critic, whether you're right or wrong about anything, it doesn't matter. Opinions need not apply in the postseason. What anyone thinks no longer matters. It's what did you do? Did you win the game? Yes or no? This is not, this. there is no degree of winning or losing anymore. It's straight up, did you win or lose? That's the beauty of postseason football. That's what we're here for. Did you win or did you fucking lose? And the Niners, guess what? They fucking won. They won. Chase Young, not good. He gives up on plays. I'm not arguing with you. I didn't see Chase Young do anything tonight. But guess what? If he's good in the next game, it's going to mean the Niners got a pretty decent chance of getting in the Super Bowl. So I don't think it's time to abandon hope on anyone or anything or talk about what might not go wrong because as you can, or what might go wrong, because as you can clearly see, anything can go wrong. Anything can go wrong in a football game at this level. What's good is that so much didn't go wrong that they lost. It looked like, for the most part, that enough was going wrong that they were going to lose. Let's put Purdy in. I can't win an ugly game. Shit to bed. Let's put that Purdy can't win an ugly game shit to bed is what he's trying to say there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, say that about Kyle. Say that about the team now. Um, they, if, if you said to yourself, I don't think that they are going to win anything until they win ugly. Well, box checked. Did Kyle Juszczyk even play? I mean, I saw him out there, but he didn't leave his fingerprints on this game. I mean, I'll even take it a step further. Christian Juszczyk had a better week than Kyle Juszczyk did. Ayuk was out there setting a little tone, getting in some squabbles, putting his hands on dudes. He really helped them, though, at times. But Ayuk did not have an Ayuk game. Again, no one did. Marco Polo says Detroit's defense is better. Won't drop the balls that Purdy was putting out there. The thing is, Purdy doesn't put balls quite like that out there often. Autumn. Autumn Blue says bye week made him rusty. Look, you can't ask for rest, get it, and then complain about it. There you go, okay? Can ask for rest, cannot ask for rest, get it, and then say it might be part of your undoing. I'm not in, I'm, I'm not here for it. Mike Frost, thank you very much, Mike. This game was a total dud by Shanahan. It was. Tom G, looking to avenge me over local radio. Let's show KNBR. Let's show everybody. Let's show Terrestrial Radio how irrelevant it is by making this all blow up in their faces. Remember, they had me. 
They decided they didn't want me. Mike Frost, the game was a total dud. It was. 60 minutes away from Super Bowl. I hated the way, absolutely hated the way that Kyle ended that first half. Hated it. And I thought, you know, if if there's if there's if there's a reason why they're going to lose this game, maybe that's it. But there were so many reasons why they might have lost this game. There were so many reasons why they might have lost this game. I'm surprised that they didn't lose the game. This was an inglorious night of 49ers football. On the way to wherever this season goes, no one's ever going to talk about this one again. This is this was just this was a disposable crap night of not very good football and it's a miracle they won. The game was frustrating but again, you have to be you have to be being by definition to have a game winning drive. Oh, in other words, to have a game-winning drive, you probably got some frustrations along the way. Brock, Brock sacked up when it mattered most. He did. He did. When this team was put in a situation that was as simple as this. You have the ball. You need a touchdown. And you got to do it here. The Niners did it. The Niners did it. Kruger was the scared one. Look, neither one of us were scared. What we were was right. We told you, this is a good Packers team. Just because there isn't a household name dotting every position group doesn't mean that they're not one of the hottest teams in all football. The start of their season stunk. In the last 10 weeks, they've been playing really good football. Really good football. Larry and I saw it. I think some people are just, you know, you're, you're, you're such big fans of your own team that you just want to say, I think we're good enough to beat anybody, and that's all I want to hear. And I, I, I like the confidence. I really do. But as Majorine Stotch says, my asshole was puckered the entire game. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Dre Greenlaw, the one guy playing borderline crazy, saves our ass off today. Kruger better shut up. I don't know what you're talking about. Larry's not the bad guy here. What are you talking about? Larry was almost right. We were almost right. We told you this was going to be this could be a nail-biter. I mean, this wasn't a nail-biter. This was a knuckle-biter. You were down, and forget being down to the quick. You got down to the bone in this one. The Accountable. Damon used to be my favorite radio host. Well, here's the thing, Accountable. I hope I, I still am your favorite host. Just drop the word radio, and I can still be your favorite right over here. Thank you very much for listening for all the years. Look, back in the 1050 days. Oh, you've been rolling with me a long time. No doubt about it. Go Niners! There's Jillian. She's happy. She was sweating it. Who wasn't sweating it? A lot of Packers were wide open. Well, that's what happens when you're not putting pressure 
on a quarterback. Guys got time to run themselves open. The secondary did not have a good job. Again, the guy who picks out the cleats. You could even make the argument that the 49ers equipment manager had a bad game. The Niners overcame that too. They overcame an awful lot of adversity here. And I guess that that is the the silver lining, right? That's the one thing that you walk away going, well, at least you can say that. In a game full of adversity, the Niners overcame it. By the way, Diamador Lenore might have been the best pro football focus grade of the night. Felt like he had some of the most squabble in him tonight. Luck is great to have, just not great to rely on. Well, here's the thing, DN. The 49ers aren't here because they're a lucky football team. The Niners are not a lucky football team. They're a highly trained, highly skilled, highly functioning, very good football team. But there's some nights where all of that doesn't matter. So how you doing in the luck department? And luckily, the luck department was open for business tonight for the 49ers. Because if the luck department hadn't been open for business, this whole season might have a foreclosed sign on it right now. Again, David's asking, what's... What's with all that slipping and falling? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why the 49ers don't know how to select the right footwear for the field that they call their home field. I mean, I've been saying Levi Stadium might be built on Indian burial ground all these years. No one wants to hear it anymore. You want to go ahead and pretend that's a great football stadium? Fine. I'm not going to argue with you anymore. I don't like it, and I don't even think it plays the surface as good. Like, that's not even what I dislike the most about it. But not even the surface is good. I mean, if you wanted a sloppy, muddy, nasty field, you could have just stayed at Candlestick, for God's sakes. Ayuk had a big catch on that last drive. He did. Look, any person who has been a, a big critic of Kyle, of the Niners, of Brock Purdy. Um, you know, you, you all, all the things that you might have said and criticized might not have been wrong in the vacuum of this one game. I think you're completely wrong in the vacuum of in the entirety of the season that we all just watched. But in the vacuum of this game, it felt like everyone's worst traits and the worst fears that you might have for some 49ers falling into bad habits or looking like Mr. Irrelevant instead of Mr. You Might Be the Franchise, like all the critics were right for four quarters, nearly almost all four quarters this evening. But on the last drive, the Niners sacked up, they won, and then they made the defensive shutdown plays when the Niners, or excuse me, the Packers got the ball back. Um, some time left. Again, I thought that that Floor played the end of the game wrong. I thought LaFleur played the end of the game wrong. 
Why isn't he taking timeouts earlier? Why isn't he giving his quarterback more time to operate? It's the same reason why I was upset at Kyle for the, the, the way that he ended the first half. Why aren't you giving your team more time in which to operate? You don't get bonus points if you score as the clock is actually hitting zero. You're at home. You got a defense that's good enough to hopefully, what, not give up a kick return for a touchdown? Which almost happened. God, again, the Niners got beat. It felt like offensively for most of the night, defensively, they did what they needed to do more than they did what they had to do. But then Drake Greenlaw makes two huge plays, special teams. I mean, I don't know if you can call it a draw. You can't. I mean, the Niners nearly gave up a touchdown, but again, nearly gave up a touchdown. They nearly lost, but they didn't. And that means everybody gets to lay their head down on their pillow tonight and sleep the sleep of victory. Welcome to the Hughes Orthopedics postgame show. We're about a little more than an hour in. It's great to have you here at any point in time. This group in the room right now, over 800 people, would have been one of the largest crowds I had at all season. I'm glad that you came out and showed out on a Saturday night playoff game. It just shows you how much this team means to people. Uh, maybe it means, if I could say for myself, it means I still mean something to you, and I certainly appreciate that. Hit like, hit subscribe smash all corresponding buttons that notifies a good one and you know again subscribing is fantastic and i'll just let you know that subscriptions are available if you'd like to become a part of the initiated sports bane making some very very special appearances this past week i hear what do we got here we won Shut the fuck up and celebrate. Let me tell you this right now, GDS Diablo. If you can find any other content creator who's already done a victory shot on their show, you go ahead and you watch them. Secondly, if you want some cheerleading dick slap, maybe I'm not for you. We're going to talk about what happened. Not what our hopes and dreams are and who we root for. What happened was the 49ers, for the most part, got away with football murder, and they're 60 minutes away from the Super Bowl, and that's all that matters. But there's nothing to celebrate. The 49ers have painted themselves into the corner of win the fucking Super Bowl. They do that? We'll celebrate. Celebration will commence upon Super Bowl Lombardi Trophy being handed to Jed York. Then we'll start celebrating. Until then, there's a lot of work left to be done. Barry Ford. I saw a lack of discipline on both sides of the ball. Look, I, do, do you need more discipline for the NFC? Can you get more discipline before the NFC title game gets here? Discipline, execution, mental lapses, mistakes, I don't know, pressure, playoffs, Shit ain't easy. Someone's saying Otis is in the house. Oh, he's, Otis is always in the house. 
Good to have Otis Bird the third around here. JD Sugar, we fucking won. We finally won the gritty lipstick on the pig. Come from behind. Come back in the fourth quarter. This took me back to Harbaugh days. Let's be happy. Let's look forward to the NFC title game. Huzzah. Rock Eastwood said, I look, I said blowout. I admit it. I was wrong. Larry and I, I look, I thought that they were going to cover. I really did. But nine and eight to win by 10 points. I don't know if that's a blowout, right? But the blowout, I don't think the blowout was coming, but it doesn't matter how they won. It's just that they did. All that matters is that they did win. What do you say? And you still, says Sean, haven't identified by name the O-line players who sucked ass all night, every night. I don't think this offensive line sucks ass all night, every night. I don't think so. And again, it, it, there was pressure tonight, but it's not like Brock Purdy was just putting the tumbler all night long. I mean, what, what, whose name would you like me to say? I don't think it's a... This guy played well. It's, it's, it's a unit. Everyone's got to function together as a unit. I don't think that they had a particularly good night together. I don't think they had a particularly good night pass blocking, run blocking. The Green Bay Packers defensive line had a better night than the Niners offensive line. And of any group, maybe the Packers offensive line had the best group night. They really did. Lenore played like a maniac. Yes, he did. J.D. Sugar, thank you very much. Squabble. It's a good word. Well, thank you. What do we got here from my man Larry? He says, uh, I saw a water girl in the background sip and fall. She had a bad game. Weather was a factor. Did we did 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 an assistant go down? William Nelson, y'all were lucky today. Again, you know what? The 49ers didn't get here because they're a lucky team, but they got through this one because they got a little lucky. I'll take all the luck that the football gods are willing to share in the postseason, and I ain't here to ask forgiveness or explain it away. The only thing that needed to happen, by the way, no 49er needed to have a great game. Kyle Shanahan didn't need to redefine himself as a postseason head coach. No one needed a big night. This is not fantasy football season is over. I don't care who did what statistically all night fucking long. It stinks that Brock was throwing some Jimmy Garoppolo balls around the night. It wasn't good. Brock did not look like himself at all. Doesn't matter. 60 minutes away from a Super Bowl. That's what matters. That's what matters. There is no beauty portion of this of this contest. Again, all the opinions. I don't think they're good enough anymore. I don't think. I don't think this is good. I don't think this. I don't think that. I think you got seven quarterbacks remaining, but one of them isn't good enough. Guess what? You were almost right tonight, but you're not. 
It doesn't matter what anyone thinks anymore. The only thing that matters now is football. The football that gets played. The football that even if it gets played ugly, even if it isn't good football, as long as you win, that's all that matters. No sacks, no Kasurik criticism. Again, you're going to blame a defensive line coach for no sacks? I don't think they're a poorly coached. They didn't execute tonight. I don't, dude, Nick Bosa's not getting home. Eric Armstead was not, hey, he's going to show back up, and all of a sudden you're not going to be able to run on the Niners again. That didn't happen. Chase Young wasn't good. No one was good. Kinlaw wasn't good. It's a good thing that Fred Warner was everywhere. It's a good thing that D'Amador Lenore had the squabbles in him. And it's a good thing that Dre Greenlaw had an unbelievable two-interception game when all things are said and done. Because without both of them, I don't know if you're still alive. Pomoni. The NFL is rigged and all of the players are in on it. You know, it'd be easier to just just type... Stupid shit, stupid shit. All I'm here to contribute is stupid shit. You're out of your mind. Stop it. The players are not in on it. It's the officials. Get it correct. <laughs> Look, nothing's rigged here. Nothing's rigged. All of this is really hard. All of this is chaos. You put bad weather on top of what's chaos and really hard to begin with, you can get nuts. Michael Diaz says, Damon, too many people upset because they barely won, but every game is different and they can lose at any time. Should be happy with the win. Duh. It's the postseason. Again, the minute the game is over, that one doesn't matter. All that matters is that you won it. Now, nothing matters more than Lions or Buccaneers. That's it. That's all that matters. No element of this game will affect the next game. Not at all. Giant 49er fan, a little super chat on me. Nothing to say, just dropping it. Thank you so much. What, too conservative wasn't his issue today? I thought Kyle did get conservative at the end of the first half, especially. But what I didn't like is that I thought that there was the, the easiest way to win this game was by going with Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, Debo Samuel running the ball down their throats. Maybe we see Jordan Mason running the ball. We didn't do, you know, Debo goes out early in this game. And did that affect the game plan? Kyle's ability to call the plays that he wanted to? I don't know. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. You can't have all this talent. One guy goes down, and you're like, oh, I don't know what to do anymore. And it felt like that a little bit. Again, Kyle had a bad night. This offense had a bad night. The Niners had a bad night. In comparison to all we've watched from them this year, wasn't a great game. Will Sapp, luck counts. Hell yeah, it does. Hell yeah. Now, if you really want to get like all goofy and start spinning it the other way, right? If you want to go goofy, right? Right? You want to go goofy? Well, Brock really showed you that he nutted up at the right time and when it mattered the most and all this stuff. Like you, you can you can glow about this one as much as you want. 
you can you 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 can criticize this one as much as you want. But tonight is not an indicator of what might happen next. That brings us to Rich Alexander. He says, GDs, you shut the fuck up. This was revealing and slowed a lot of reasons why we won't showed a lot of reasons why we won't win the Super Bowl. Dude, what kind of a fan are you? Would you rather be right about not winning it? You can win a Super Bowl. Do you understand that? As a matter of fact, of all the teams in the NFC, by the end of tomorrow night, there's only one other team that can dream about winning a Super Bowl. You're one of two teams that will be remaining at the end of Sunday night. If you're going to be defeatist and say, oh, can't win the Super Bowl now, dude, you're a fucking pussy. Stop watching football. I don't know what to tell you. There was one rule, one rule for today. Survive the day. The Niners survived the day. Against all odds, against all premonition, they survived the day. All that matters what if I told you Debo Samuel was healthy? What if I told you they blew the doors off of their next two opponents? Because that could happen too. You know who could show up and have a bad game next week? The opponent. I see that shit happen all the time. Don't you? Just because, just because you think something mean looks good on paper doesn't mean that's the way it's going to go down. Seriously, it's like some of you are just children who started watching football three weeks ago.